guys. Welcome back to the Twinkling Dandelion podcast. Your girls are back here. We back. Hope you enjoyed the last episode. Um, That was something. That was Let's Talk About Love. If you haven't listened, please go back and listen. We think you would enjoy it. Miss Oli T, how are you? How was your week? How was your weekend? I was okay-ish. And I obviously, if you, if someone has listened um, to previous podcasts, there was a period where I was just like just trying to get back and just having some health challenges. And I just, and I'm like, you know, what? I need to. I got a word today that says you need to take it back from the devil. Stop giving the devil this kind of situation. So, yeah, no, um, I'm recovering. That's, let's put Congrats. it that way. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I was gonna say quiet. Mm. quiet-ish <laughs> you don't look like what you're going through though whatever well we you've got all the glory for that <laughs> you absolutely do not look like t- look like it at all you look absolutely stunning if i might say so myself and i'm not even trying oh. to f- flatter you oh, oh, this is oh, just thank how you, you look and those, miss fish trying to make us blush in here and What's those going red on? glasses those red glasses <laughs> they're popping <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm wearing my glasses because I'm my my eyes are hurting. <laughs> I know. We both wear glasses, but yeah, you know, it's nothing to do with age, by the way. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just yeah, no, uh, age, age, chat. Okay, we are youngsters. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Let's not lie. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm a young star. You know. Uh-uh. If you're a I'm, young star, I'm, I'm a young star. I'm, I'm, I'm 25 years old with a couple of decades of experience. That is. Uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is all. I'm not saying more than that, but I am. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm chilling. She's fab and fine. Yes, I'm fab and fine. And my week was good. Um, it was um, eventful. A few things mm. happened that were not too making me smile but not terrible but i thank god that okay. you know the week has ended and we're starting a new one now and by the time you listen Absolutely. to this podcast we would have been in the month of um march and yeah. um we hope that you've had a, a good month starting the starting a good month and we hope that our podcast has been gingering you somehow somehow <laughs> putting a smile on your face or anything you know remember to follow us on yeah. instagram Remember mm-hmm. to like, remember to subscribe on, on Spotify, and please share. We are trying Absolutely. to grow a community of twinklers, you know, people that shine. <laughs> Never let anyone Absolutely. throw your sparkle type of group of people. I know, so, right? Yeah. Keeping it real. Keeping it real, people. exactly. People that would, you know, you know, speak life into each other and just support each other. That is, that's the kind of community we are trying to grow. So please, by all means follow us share if you already haven't been sharing we appreciate you mm-hmm. and everyone that listen we appreciate you guys absolutely hmm. right see this is our week's topic hmm. this week's topic hmm. this is a continuation I, from, I, from I don't even know why for, for, let me tell you something random that just popped into my head i just did say a moment of silence because this, is good. <laughs> because this is going to be I don't, know, I don't know why that popped into my head but okay. um life after divorce this is the continuation from the previous episode so if you haven't listened to um the previous episode of uh, okay so we've had let's talk about love we've had um what's the episode after let's talk about the epidemic of divorce, divorce. yeah That's the it. epidemic of divorce so if you haven't listened to epidemic of divorce please listen to epidemic of divorce and then listen to this one because it's it will flow seamlessly that way yeah. but this life yeah. after divorce topic man hmm. Hmm. You know, we're, we're all about keeping it real yeah. and keeping it unscripted, You know what I right? was thinking? I was thinking, you know, we should start today's episode with the realities of life after divorce. You know those ones that people, those things that people don't think about? When people Absolutely. think about, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to do it again. Let's, Absolutely. Let's tear people could... for each other. It's so true, and that's why I, I don't even know. Maybe that's why you know that whole moment of silence popped in because this is a topic that most people don't like to talk about. Yeah, people have glorified divorce, right? Mm. They've made it seem like as if it's some boyfriend girlfriend relationship that are just breaking up and everybody goes their ways and life continues. So, people are so having parties. So divorce parties i know did, did you see that that one yep, i don't know if i, I did, sent it I did, to you i did i saw I did. it you did hey i was like some people they even have money so i was saying Boy. marry me they said divorce me 
<laughs> but you know the, the, the funny thing is that I was just when I saw that video the first thing that came to my mind was okay I wonder what kind of experience this person had or mm. was having or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. for them to feel the need to go to that extent mm. I was just thinking that because I'm thinking if if life was sweet definitely why, why you, the need for that yeah what's the need for that but so definitely whatever it is they were going through was mm. having major mm. Yeah, must have a major to do all that uh, the whole lighting thing with the garden yeah. to divorce me I'm like okay. with, with all the balloons and flowers yeah and, and flowers someone, and everything. someone there to record I mean that's a lot of money to spend to ask somebody to divorce you I know I mean that well I guess what happened to just be inside uh, your living room and just be like you know I mean I guess it's the same way why can't you just ask people to marry you in a private in, intimate well, ceremony true. instead well, of blowing true. it all over social media and copycatting what everybody does yeah okay, that's, that's right. another topic for another day and another we're not day, hating yeah. yes, we're not hating yes <laughs> hmm so what so, do you think people should from your from your perspective experience what are some of mm. the realities that you did not think about or maybe did not expect to affect you and affected you mm. so i think one of the the things when you divorce is i'm trying to find a nice a nice way to deliver it is that feeling that you know that the finality mm. of divorce there's like no going back and i'm not talking about the why you first said oh, i want a divorce i'm talking about when you when get you that letter the, yeah, that when you that get says, the letter that yes. says you guys are now divorced your marriage no longer exists exists yeah and suddenly you are plunged whether you like it or not into the statistic of a divorcee or single if you even if you if you have kids all of a sudden you're got thrown into the category of single parent parenthood and it comes with so much like you don't really really i think for me two years on two and a half years it's still there's still some things that i'm still coming to terms mm. with around divorce and even though yes i know divorce has happened it's not about even the relationship but it's just the the things that just made life a little bit more bearable you know Mm. like things like you wanted to do something for yourself and you can't really do it anymore and i'm speaking from some from a a parent's perspective Mm. um, because that's my lived experience and this the sudden reality that i can't just say ah I want to quickly go to the shop. Then leave my child at home for someone else. Like you can't just. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go to the shop. You first have to get somebody else ready. You can't, you know, especially yes. when you have kids that are that can't stay by themselves. Yeah. And it's that reality that even just simple things like now when they invite you, they uh, you, you have to be asking, "Can I bring my child?" <laughs> <laughs> And there are it's so it's many it's invitations it's now that there's no body. children. And everything, yes, you're not suddenly you're like, ah, no children. Before mm. because there are things you never really had to think about. Yes. Yeah. So it's not it's not that there was never invites that said I don't only. It was just there was somebody else to just Yeah. <laughs> take care of the And one of and one of you would attend. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, is it you know, some adults only it could be you're going out with your girlfriends, you're going to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Or you want to go yes, for a, a weekend retreat. Yes. And all of a sudden, you're, you're having to say no to a lot of things that possibly makes you who you are. You know, all the fun stuff yeah, and all those kind of yeah. things. And you're having to deal with the reality that, oh my gosh, that part of my life has changed. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that you, you don't, you know, there's changes, right? Yeah. But until it happens before it hits you mm. and i don't know if because obviously Very there true. was covid there was covid so i didn't really get oh to yeah there was covid for it. you there was covid yeah so i didn't really get to feel all of that until post covid when sort of life returned and it was like the world was oh. open again and it was like hold on a minute life didn't really open for me <laughs> mm. um so yeah i mean that's that's even just 
what this that's us trying to start on the mellows yeah yeah <laughs> mellow level but yeah that that for me was one of those things when it happened i was like oh my gosh this is this is part of the things that you just you don't you don't you can't plan for there's yes. nothing about divorce that you can ultimately plan for and i think this would apply whether you have kids or not you know, for me, it's slightly different. Again, if you listen to the last episode, you will see why I said that. Uh, in the last episode, I already said that I lived my seven stages of grief while I was married. Mm. So I already experienced all of those. So by the time it got to being separated and then being divorced, mm. I was able to make certain moves almost immediately because of the fact mm. that I lived in that marriage um, almost like... I wasn't married. Certain things were already single like, married. Within, yeah, within the within the last uh, year or eighteen months of, of mm. the marriage, there were so many things that you know had prepared me. In fact, the, the entire length of the marriage almost had prepared me for so many many things. Like I said, it wasn't a matter mm. of if; it was a matter of when. Mm-hmm. So I had prepared for a, for a few things, but still, even with all of that, I still had a few realities, you know. Where and for me, one of the main things that affected me. Mm. and um people that know me would, would you know would know this is the fact that i felt like i'd wasted so much of my years mm. and then i had to start from scratch again yeah oh yeah, absolutely I felt, that's yeah, i felt like yeah. i had to scratch again i didn't I, didn't I wasn't thinking of that at the time because when i you know when everything mm-hmm. happened i was moving homes doing everything setting up a new home and everything it was mm. all exciting picking mm-hmm. up my new furniture or whatever but when, yeah. when all of that was done mm-hmm I remember there was a whole, it wasn't up to a month, but it was at least a good one month where all I did was wake up, go to work, come back home, eat and cry. Mm. I wasn't crying the demise of the marriage. I wasn't crying for the demise of the marriage. I wasn't crying for the death of the relationship. Yeah. But I was crying for the fact that my life could have taken a different turn. Oh, yeah. But yeah. based on certain decisions that I made, myself mm-hmm. this is how i'm having to live now mm. so it took a while for me to kind of it took like a whole month i used to wail in the bath i used to pray i asked god god just take this pain away whatever it was i was i used to cry I'm like god just take this pain away god bless mm-hmm. Sasha Cobbs. <laughs> there was one of our songs that i had on repeat <laughs> i don't i don't you know i don't repeat i used to play that song the whole time and i mm. didn't i didn't think it would affect me in that way i thought it would affect because right. again for me financially it wasn't you know going into like you know finances and stuff like that financially it wasn't as if i was missing anything mm. i was i was able to carry on financially because well, yeah you know the, the marriage wasn't even it wasn't as if like somebody was heavily taking all the bills it was mm-hmm. it was not even a hundred it wasn't a 50 50 thing one person was yeah. doing more than the other so you know and that doing more was fell on me so at the end of the day so i was just like living the life just a, a, a few just, extras yeah. Mm-hmm. that I had to do so for me that was okay and then something that really affected me was the fact that I really wanted to be a mother mm. and the end of a marriage also meant a temporary end to that mm-hmm. long desire that yeah. desire of like at the time must have been like 14 years or something that I had been desiring mm. it meant that was the end of that and mm. it now means you have to start over again yeah. with somebody else and start, mm. you know, finding a way or trying a different process yeah. to being a, yeah. a mother and things like that. But what yeah. I can say is that, you know, that time gave me the... Um, yeah, I did the things I had to do, some steps I took. I, I prayed about some things and eventually I, I ended up getting to a place of acceptance and comfort where, you know, I'm okay in my own skin and all of that. Mm-hmm. But those months were not particularly the easiest because I just yeah. kept thinking about what a waste. For me, it was time was thinking mm. about what a waste of time what a waste mm. of precious years when i could have mm. been living life and doing things that would make me happy but i stuck i yeah. stuck in an unhappy situation because of certain desires this mm. this would you know this is something that we'll talk about again in another episode about you know staying for the children or for something or staying in a, in a relationship or a marriage for something you know something yeah. that doesn't guarantee you that happiness or whatever but yeah, yeah, yeah those those for me were you know and let me let me use this to move slight you know to move over into like finances 
Mm. I, I was, again, I started talking about that just now. Many many people don't think about the finances when marriage ends. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you find yourself... You go no, from if, double even, yeah. to single. Yeah, even even if single. there's no co- even if the contribution was an issue, yeah, there is still a change of you go to a sole yes. income house. To, yeah, exactly. And it is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it How is did you absolutely manage? Hard. How did you find it? Especially especially <sighs> with you you having a child, it's even like, yeah. you know. Oh, my sister. Hmm. Have you had a cost of living crisis? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, I have that, that it is real and as as much as in my heart of hearts i am trying to not create you know allow there to be like a gap in how in what my my child experiences yeah right it's it's hard like sometimes mm. i have to remind myself that auntie it's only you it's only you exactly and yeah you know it's like you're thinking there's something somewhere hmm. <laughs> So you're having to constantly remind yourself. I mean, don't get me wrong. That sometimes I like throw questions to the wind and I'm like, I can't come and kill myself. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that sometimes I also have to face the reality that, oh my gosh, it is really just you and God. And you have to find a way. And I, I'm, I'm thankful to God that I, I have a, a good job. But, you know, even with that, it's, it still is like... God, please. I need extra hmm. right now. Hmm. So you know, it's the the pr- the prayer is always you know let it not be that you can't that you have to go less. And I think that was one of the things that my kid actually said when um and I I, I I'm getting emotional because <laughs> I remember when he um one of the first things that he said was oh are we poor now. God, don't break my heart, please. As, as a mom, that's the last yeah. thing you want to hear. Yeah. And you know, obviously, I had to try and explain that. Oh, you know, it's not that. It's not that we're poor. Which you know, it's just that we have to be careful. Mm. And you know, uh, there's only so much that a kid understands. A kid just yeah. Yeah. oftentimes they just. I mean, you saw the other day with his long list of things he wants for his birthday. <laughs> Trust me, that long list is backed by. Because he knows that mm. I will check the price, so he'll go and find yeah. the, cheap, the cheapest things possible. I know. I was looking at it and I was thinking these things are not well, even that expensive. I could buy you like yeah, five of them, yeah. boy. <laughs> so what he so that's what he kind of does now because he knows that if he brings something too expensive, he knows mm. he will get a no. Mm. So he knows that okay, I want to have all these things, so he'll go and find a cheaper version so that he mm. allows him to have more. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just having one big thing. That is because a smart he, way to be thinking. He's, he's a very, he's a very sharp boy. That boy, he knows that, <laughs> you know. And, I, and I'm super proud of him because he he is considerate most yeah. of the time. <laughs> so he that's his way, I guess, of coping. Yeah, coping. You know, with the idea that I can't just ask for whatever is this expensive thing. So now I even give him limit. I said, okay, so for your birthday now, this is the maximum amount you can spend. Yeah. So he will go and find as many things as possible. He was even doing the deduction as, as he was finding Aww. links and sending. But anyway, we digress. We digress. But um, you know, fi- finances is such a big deal. You find that a lot of women, a lot, a lot of times, most women stay in a marriage because of finances because yeah. they can't do it on their own. Mm-hmm. And it is one of the things that I'm most grateful to God for that I had the option, not because I had some buckets of money, but because. Yeah. Or I had an income, at least that would be able to sustain yes. us. Yes. You know, and that is, I'm, I'm definitely most grateful for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know many people don't come out of marriages and are able to even afford a place of their own. Absolutely. Even, even to rent. Gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's hard. A lot of people maybe moving or have to depend on. Yeah government assistance yes, yeah. and it's not easy it's at not all. at all at Mm-mm. all because yes you may have family yes you may have all that but when push comes to shove when the real face of things <laughs> it really is just you and god it is it is absolutely. if you believe in god so you can imagine if you don't even believe in god this is just a stack you just mm. you by yourself so um 
and I, I and I think one of the things that bugs me is just you know I mentioned earlier about how divorce has been glorified like they make it seem as if it's nothing mm. but there's a difference between when you're just dating boyfriend girlfriend mm-hmm. there's a difference to when you're fiancé and then there's a difference when you're married yes I think many people whether of faith or not don't realize that marriage is a covenant and it's not just a covenant in the in the eyes of religion it's a covenant mm-hmm. in the eyes of the law it is. so either way what you're doing that whole breaking is such a huge impact whether it's going it affects you if it's not affecting you financially it will mm-hmm. affect you mentally if it's not affecting you mentally to some people it will affect you physically there is always there is always something there is there is definitely an impact if if not yeah. th- there's even just in the labeling mm-hmm. <laughs> right labeling. that labeling you know oh you're divorced and automatically people already have an idea because of the fact that mm-hmm. you are now divorced and they especially for the woman i mean not that the guys are excused but this happens most of the time to the woman the woman is suddenly thought to be lesser yeah that is a very common thing for women very Absolutely. very common and it, and it cuts across race this is not even a race thing it's probably more predominant in african all topic for this african one. culture but <laughs> you know that i mean yeah like I said, everything can be literally spoken about but this particular labeling i think is one that i'm yeah struggling Mm. to accept because mm. at the end of the day I think I guess in, if we look at the world today nobody wants to use, everybody just wants to be labeling each other but the only label that I want you to label me is that I'm a human being or you can label me queen well I'm a human being aka queen queen, <laughs> queen all but, the tea <laughs> but you know it's um yeah, I, people should stop playing around with these things. It's it's not it's not fun. It's not supposed to be fun. And even yeah. if you have even even if your divorce is amicable, like it's all friendly, it's all yeah. nice, there is still something anybody will tell you in the spirit. You know, you will feel it because, like you you mentioned time, T- that time uh, everyone thinks about yeah. it because everyone will start going, oh, what if? What if? I, what if I made a different decision? all those mm-hmm. years ago what if i didn't yeah. actually say yes what if i married somebody else what they do what is is plenty and there are what is is both on men and women's side we yeah. all think about it we may mm-hmm. vocalize it differently but we all mm-hmm. think about it and you know talking about you know finances for me it was slightly different because obviously mm-hmm. i moved on my own <laughs> i moved on, <laughs> on my own it wasn't like i i, I don't have kids so yeah <clears throat> It was easy for me to, well, I won't say easy, but it was easier for me to worry about yeah. just myself in that move. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, having children and everything. So making the move was just to worry about me, myself, and the things that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And again, like you, I'm, I'm very grateful that I have a job. I had a job at mm-hmm. the time. I still have a job now. I'm very grateful because a lot of people would stay because they don't have they don't have other means of options yeah yeah of surviving on their own and even and you know sometimes that is why it's it's very difficult for me now and mm. it has always been for me to be fully dependent on a partner mm. i feel like i have to always have my own resource mm-hmm. in any way shape or form mm. i have to always have my own resource i remember saying to someone that because the actions surrounding my my the end of my of my uh, marriage at the time mm-hmm. the financial act- actions at the end made me think that what if i was not in a position to mm. do the things that this person kind of like left me with or handle the situation mm. or things like that what would have happened to me i yeah. remember saying saying to a family member that you know if i didn't have a job and if you know God didn't make make me just the kind of person that would work hard and everything. Mm-hmm. I said it in Yoruba, and what I used was that. Um, I said I said in Yoruba, along with Ekojumi Ribi, that is why mm. I said God doesn't want my eye to see evil. That is why I said Otami if I didn't have a job, and because this person was so nonchalant and you know did not even care about certain steps to. 
mm. moving homes or anything like that. So just just p- pretty much picked their things and left, and everything yeah. else, everything else pretty much was mine. But still, you would assume that somebody else might think about how the move the move would be, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, certain things like that. But there was no care in the world, and I just thank oh. God that I was in a position where I could take care. And this is again brings me back to. I always say that everybody likes a soft life. You like to be pampered. I like to be looked after and everything. Mm-hmm. But I also always remember at the back of my mind that I must have enough strength physically, mentally, and mm. financial resources to be able to take a, make a move on my own if push comes mm. to shove. Mm. And this is because of the things that I've experienced in the past. Because I was yeah. able to like move on and do things. and Because I was always that kind of person. Mm-hmm. the marriage any, anyway who stood up to things to adversity yeah. in the face of adversity I would stand up and face it and you know make make ends meet and all of that I was able to carry on with life and mm-hmm. move on with things and, and do my own you know st- start afresh pretty much and afresh not just afresh start from scratch yeah in house in furniture in moving in everything I was able to but if I wasn't someone that was resourceful or able to work on and just fully dependent on mm-hmm. my spouse and something like this happened ah that's Shege Pro Max Shege <laughs> Shege Pro Max somebody would, I'm telling you problem Shege Pro Max somebody would have seen so I think every every man woman again most times it affects women so women should have something doing mm. financially and this is not because we, we anticipate divorce this is not an episode to promote divorce or anything but yeah. these are things that happened that are happening and that will still happen whether or not we like it it's not a, a episode to promote divorce but there are people that will be affected by these situations either by domestic violence by different kind of other means or whatever mm-hmm. just whatever the reason may be so mm-hmm. this is not an episode to promote you know people getting separated but it's an episode to say that people need to remember to look after themselves mm-hmm. even if you're looking after your marriage look after yourself as a, as a human being as well have something doing mm. even if you don't ever need that resource to spend on your own as a solo person it's just good yeah. to have some sort of resource it's just good to feel like you can also bring put something down anything can anything can happen in the marriage it could be illness it could yeah. be god forbid death yeah it's just always good for me it came in really handy in the place of divorce yeah. for other people it might come come in handy in, in different you know situation but for me it mm-hmm. came in handy in the place of divorce that i had a job and i was able to start my life from scratch and move on like as if i was never married i just started my life and did all of that so it's really really important mm-hmm. again i'm on the road this night too i'm using one thing to move to the other one i'm just linking them so talking about moving on mm. Starting again after divorce. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hey, women, women say they see something. Let me speak small, small PG. Mm-hmm. Ah, starting again after divorce. Mm-hmm. Like they say in Yoruba, I'm a Ah, like it means people will throw all kind of rubbish, nonsense. nonsense at you because <laughs> because of that labeling that we were talking about a few minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because of that yeah. labeling of divorcee, yeah. a lot of men even fellow women think that you should lower your standards oh yeah who are oh, you that's the worst yeah. yeah who are you to be and that's the realities of life after divorce who are you to be able to to be to be choosing who are you mm-hmm. to have choices who are you to be saying you know oh i don't like a man like this i don't like a man like that Mm. And, and there's, there's always the automatic assumption that is because of the exp- i mean yes there's a level of yeah. influence of the your past experience but that just helps provide clarity in terms exactly. of what you want and what you don't want yes but yeah but i just, hear you yeah, they just make it seem as if who are you to have to to be choosing you shouldn't be choosing you should just you're even lucky if somebody wants you mm. after somebody else dumps you <laughs> how, do they, how do they not even know that maybe you dumped that person whatever the case may be they don't sometimes they don't even know the circumstances surrounding that marriage break breaking up Oh, they don't care. They as don't long, care. If a marriage breaks up, it's the woman's fault. You've not as here. long as it says <laughs> divorcee, all they mm-hmm. care about is uh-uh. you have been used and dropped. So, yeah. so therefore, anybody that gets to pick you up, you should be lucky that they get to pick you. You should be grateful. You if you're out there listening, <laughs> I am an old package. I am a snack and more. 
main meal, dessert, yeah, snack and more, dessert, main boy, everything, everything. I'm a full package, so nobody should be coming to me with that. Oh, because you've been divorced, so therefore take anything. You, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, only two, you've had this kind of experiences. I'm sure. Oh, please, he's giving me headaches, Seth. In fact, I've... <laughs> honestly, <coughs> unfortunately, the experiences that I've had are pretty much all aligned to this. I mean, I I had a friend who's a guy even have the wonderful audacity, and please understand I'm being sarcastic in case you didn't catch it, mm. who had the audacity to tell me, oh, you know, you know you're divorced, you know you've had a kid, you know, so, you know, lower your standard. You're, you're going too high. And I was <sighs> like, wow. Is this really how this thing is? Give I me mean, his address. I want to tell him something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you trying to put yourself out there after divorce is already challenging enough. Very challenging. To now have somebody now think that you shouldn't be choosing <laughs> or have a choice and you should just accept whatever the cat dragged in. Nah. And that's the thing, no. How have you, how have you handled it? Because, man, like... There's been a lot of blockings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, that was the easiest thing to do. You know, I'm very nice. So, I, it's very hard for me to just do an outright, uh, you know, kind of talk. So, there are some things that... I've decided that there are some things that are just not what even me kind yeah. of stressing. And even... Like, I, at first, I would try to explain to you that you know yeah what is this about At the end of the day this person is a human being is you've not even understood the what caused the issue in the first place you've just automatically assumed number one you didn't do enough to yeah hold your marriage as mm-hmm. if it is only that one is person a big assumption yeah um and then now you feel like you should take anything including if it's a married man who you clearly know is married but because they feel like you know like and i think that's another thing that happens is oftentimes the disrespect is so bad that they feel like you know the married ones come thinking you are the best side chick they can have because and that them, they're doing you a favor exactly and it i find it so irritating and just disrespectful so yes there's been a few blockings the ones that have not blocked is because maybe they have some grace that uh, is on their life but sometimes I either do distance if the distance is not helping, you know, the boundary, if that isn't helping, it gets to the point where I just, you know, black, 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 you know, that's a uh, black, yeah. black, black, yeah, blocking is very mm. sweet, very, very sweet, <laughs> sweet like honey, just black, oh black, black, yeah, that's my no hard feelings, so just black, 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 black. You know, you know, something else I realized is um, it's very common in our Nigerian community, this thing that, that we're talking about now, this oh, this whole yeah. thing, is very oh, yeah. common in our Nigerian community. And it's not just the guys, even the women. Yeah. The women too, because, <laughs> that's not, that one, I think we'll end up being a bitter court, bitter record. Because <laughs> you'll be, you be hearing people, like, you'll be hearing people saying things like, uh, 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 better take it like that. Uh, there are not very many men outside though. Mm. There are not very many men. And there's also this thing where people think that if you've been divorced, you don't have a right to a single man that has never been married. It's almost like they feel like you're reaching. Like you're reaching if you're if you're trying to go for a single man that has never been hmm. married while you've been divorced. Can like, you imagine? Ah, ah, it's almost as if uh, uh, there are so many single men. Single, in fact, uh, the guys. They're starting to go and find your fellow yeah. divorced men. I have, I have a friend who is a guy that is, you know, is, is pretty much divorceable. Things haven't yeah. come through yet, but he cannot marry mm. a divorcee. And he's Say a divorcee. What? Come again. He's a divorcee, but he cannot marry a divorcee. He himself is what? a divorcee. What's his explanation? He's looking, for, he's looking for a younger that has never been married. I told him I was going to bring this topic. He was like, don't mention my name. I said, don't worry, I will not mention your name. It's only you that will know I'm talking about you. Wow. That's uh... he said, That's deep. He said, eh, but that is his desire. He's a divorcee, but he doesn't desire, want to marry he, a divorcee. He needs, to go to, he needs to go and speak to somebody. There's a lot of trauma that he's not facing. I was just thinking to myself, I was like, what? Make it make sense. He's looking for a mm-hmm. certain, he's looking for young girls of a certain age, and I'm like, so that they don't talk back. In those kind of people, if you go and ask, if you go and ask them exactly what talking about, talking about, talking about talk back, 
I said to him, we we're talking about something. I said, what's your kind of like your, your some, of the things, some of the things like, oh, a respectful lady. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I, I hear you, but... They need to define what they mean by respectful. Are they looking for somebody that's a doormat, somebody who's not going to respect? You know, because the thing about this guy is that it's not. They, they, they say respectfully lost, but that respect they need to quantify it because they yeah. hide behind the word. He is a nice guy, to be fair. I don't think he would. He's not the type to that would raise his hands on. Uh, she, some, oh, are you, and I know. Are you living with them in well, the house? I'm not saying so, brother. I know some of the. I know some of the reasons why his marriage ended and. Based on everything, I don't eighty percent of it weren't his fault, you know. So this was it was quite open discussion. And okay, all that. but all right. still, how can you be that choosing a divorcee and saying you cannot marry a divorcee because as a man, it's acceptable. If it was mm. a woman now, they would be saying ah, there are not very many men outside. Mm. The few that I are mean, outside, my own will find me. That's it. Amen. Amen. Out of the field. I mean, it's it's double standards, right? We've always yeah. known this around double standards with the way men and women are generally treated. Um, even if they're having the same lived experience or similar lived experiences. But you know, men are praised, right? No yeah. man is being put down mm. for breakdown of his home. And unfortunately, there are women who wouldn't do to them the woman is the bad person yeah whether or not they understand it and i'm not asking for women to be supporting women this is not a women supporting women situation i mean i'm all about facts you know anybody can be wrong but there are some people that i find that they feel how will i put it I guess it's based on whatever they are fed, right? Mm. So whatever they are fed, they just feel like, oh, is that person's loss? But something that a friend of mine, God bless his soul, because he's, he's, he's passed on now, he's also, he was separated. He wasn't divorced at the time. He was trying to get divorced yeah. at the time. He was having a really bad time with his, yeah. well, now widow. Yeah. And um, he said something to me from a guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. And he said, when you see a guy who was married before or you know had been you know kind of one of those long term and then they're yes. in a new relationship that they now feel that it seems like ah oh, they are now taking care of the girl everything is working fine he said don't he said don't buy it though it's because they've been burnt yes. so now they realize that if they can't especially you know oftentimes they we can't do the same things we did yeah because they've they've also realized actually you know they also feel they, everybody feels divorced yeah so even though they might not vocalize their own the way women would vocalize because you know we, we have our support groups we have yeah. all the chats and all this they internalize a lot so it's it's more of a experience has taught them so when they have the next one they will do everything they can do hmm. to keep it so it's not because that is true it's not he said don't be they say that when you see he said don't be thinking yeah, is there, uh, this person has changed down yeah. no he says because they've realized they just don't talk <laughs> they don't say it out you know um so it, it, it's it's unfortunate because you know i had the story of a nigerian celebrity who i mean i, I was hearing this when i went to to do my hair and i didn't even know what this story was but there's this mm. popular Nigerian celebrity who got married to imagine having family friends, right? And then you now yeah. married to the other person's husband. Oh, I and, know what you're talking about. It was on the news this week. Ah, uh, yeah, mm. apparently. So yeah. Yeah, I didn't know, but um, I was sure following the gist. Mm. I'm sure if anybody follows Nigerian news, celebrity news, mm. or actress, actresses, yeah. actor, actress, yeah. you know, it's definitely the one you're talking and about. And apparently, yeah. she was, you know, they, they were showing off this lifestyle. Meanwhile, there's first wife who, yeah. who did not get yeah. 0.01% of this kind of treatment. And then, you know, mm. having it being flaunted in your face, this kind of situation, I'm like, but I mean, I didn't see it. The, apparently, but... it was a paid, it was paid for by some company to, as a, as so a job. PR stunt. Yeah, as a PR, as a job for, for them to kind of market something or something. So it was a job, apparently. So again, we don't know. Mm. If that I didn't true. hear that part of job, but you know, it's, it's kind of just like, even if it wasn't a job, there's still that whole, yeah. 
you are treating this one better than you ever treated that's always always the the thing that happens you know yeah i mean it's it's always the thing that happens it's just a reality of life after yes (laughs) and then the the people that that know you okay so the people that know that person might i know you too Mm. without thinking most times they'll be like you must have been the one at fault because why is it different with this person Mm-hmm. A lot of people oh, don't yeah. think. A lot of people don't think deeply about maybe number one. That person is showing them ten ten. The kind of ten mm-hmm. ten that you were not showing them. That person was not taking the rubbish that you were taking. That you were taking. Oh, so yeah. now Absolutely. they have no choice but to you know tighten their belt and act normal. Because if, mm. you, if you if you bring rubbish, you see rubbish. Maybe that is what yeah. that person is showing them. But nobody puts that into context. They just into consideration. They just no. think that oh, the the new yeah. person that they're, they're treating well. It must be because must be the, yeah the other person yeah, the be previous well. was the big wicked one yeah that doesn't, is so true doesn't do well yeah on on that another thing that really struck me with life after divorce is the amount of friendships that you lose mm. 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 that was interesting and mm. then you really see that some people will choose sides mm. Mm. whether consciously or unconsciously oh unconsciously yeah yeah. People then yeah, start to choose right. sides, or they start to, and you're like, mm. nobody asked you to do that. Yeah. But you know, in some instances, you can understand, you know, because it's like, okay, I knew this person before, but sometimes you're like, the people that you yeah. kind of expect yeah. to support, not mm-hmm. support like you as an individuals, but like, yeah, to want <clears throat> to support both of you. Yeah, you, you see that everybody's just like all of a sudden it's like, hey, I wash my hand. I don't want to be involved. Don't come. That's me, don't the do thing. this. Yeah, and then they will go and talk among themselves. That's even the uh, worst on, part. And that's a very common thing, talking among themselves. And you said, and this is why again brings me back to when I say people should have their own thing in the mm. marriage. Although you are a couple, still have separate mm. lives. And when I say separate lives, I don't mean go and be cheating. No, I don't mean go and be doing kurkere somewhere. I just mean have friends. Not your friend, not having the same. Yeah, be an individual in your marriage. Don't be, you know, always two of us together. In your marriage, have your own friends. You can have a group of friends, but at least have your own friends. Because I'm telling you, if I didn't have friends, I don't know what would have happened. Because my friends were the ones that were there for me. God bless you all. They were the ones that were there for me, helping me move, helping me all the heavy lifting. You know, all the my the guys, the guys that were my friends, all the heavy lifting they were doing coming to carry so far, carry these, do all of those things. My friend mm. came from outside London to help me pack, you know, all of those things. Like so mm. I can never give up these people for anything because mm. they were there for me. And mm. it's very, very important for people to have their own friends. Because the mm. friends that we had in common, in fact, I didn't want to talk to them anymore. Because I knew that due to the kind of circumstances that also surrounded once, once we got separated and you know there was a, there was somebody else was in part of it involved you know uh, a, a different a new human being that had no fault in the thing uh-huh. I knew that in that case a lot of people were more likely to stay connected to that side because of the fact that they they would almost justify that okay well they're, they're looking at they're looking at the end of the marriage just uh, justifying the end of the marriage as the fact that it was because of a child and now they have a child uh-huh. with somebody which I was not yeah. able to give. So because of that, you know, and they want to greet them congratulations or whatever the case may be. Yeah. They are going to use that. But that was not what ended the marriage. That was mm. partly, but that was part of it. Like, in the infidelity was part of it, but the child had nothing to do. The child came, yeah. you know, before the end of the marriage. Obviously, it's all part of the thing. But I'm saying, yeah. people are going to use that as an excuse to want to stay in touch. So I just mm. thought to myself, before anybody starts messaging me and start saying, you know, we had this, I just left certain social media circles where mm. I knew they could reach me. I mm-hmm. left, deleted a lot of those things and started afresh later mm. because I knew that that's the only way they could reach me to find me. And nobody went out of their way to find me, which made life easy for me. But because I had my own friends, mm-hmm. I was able to carry on with my life and do my own things mm. and move on and just carry on enjoying life almost like as if nothing happened. I haven't seen or yeah. spoken in in almost like in five years so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm again have your own circle hmm. it's not you're not having your own circle in anticipation of what bad to come it's just nice 
to go out with your own people. Let your others, let your spouse go out with their own people. Come back together and gist each other. Oh, I had fun today. I went out with Moon's mm-hmm. Olu tea and Miss this. So we had a great time and everything. Instead mm-hmm. of everything you do, they know. Everything, you know, you, there's nothing to gist about after. Yeah. If you yeah. need two, two lives where you can go and be with your friends, you can come back and be like, you know that girl strip that we went to? Or you know the boy strip that I went to? It's great mm. to have individuality in mm. any relationship not even just marriage in any relationship it's sure, nice to have individuality yeah. you can't just be tied to the apron strings everywhere they go you go come on this is why <laughs> some people when it's when any kind of situation happens the grieving is mm. uh, is, is out of this world because you just be, they, they will not be able to even move on mm. you'll not be able to move on it's just oh God. yeah yeah, so there's, there's this article um, online by clevelandclinic.org and we're just going to talk, and it talks briefly about, you know, how to rebuild after a divorce. And one of the first things that it says in terms of strategies is let yourself feel, which I completely agree because, you, say you know. feel or feel? Feel. Yeah, feel. Oh, yeah, F-E-L. feel. Yeah, feel is important. Like, yeah. feel, feel everything. Mm-hmm. The feel Every the emotion. Yeah. Every emotion allows so like, don't block yeah. it out. That is absolutely mm-hmm. important because it's going to help you on your healing journey. Yes. Um, you know, because you definitely want to heal people, mm-hmm. no rushing. You have to go through the process. Talk it out. Mm. I think this is one that is really undermined in our community, especially, you know, when people say, uh, go to, to, you know, speak to a therapist or something. Obviously, we girls, we're natural talkers. So we'll talk to our support, you know, our friends, our intimate groups and so on. Um, But it's obviously easier for us to talk compared to the Mm. guys. But even then, like I I did therapy, I did 18 months of therapy. Mm. Um, and I think if I hadn't done that, I genuinely don't know where I'll be right now mm. mentally. Mm. Mm. And, and I'm just being honest there. So talking is really important. Talking about what you're going through, how you're feeling, yeah. that is definitely important. Um, embrace coping skills, so emotional regulation. Mm. Now, I I didn't I didn't hear of that, or I didn't know anything about that to be honest until. I was doing therapy. I think that was the first time I heard it and they were talking about emotional regulation. And I was like, Kilenjebe, what's that? Do you want to explain to but, our listeners? I believe you go and Google it. <laughs> so in essence, what he's supposed to, what he's saying is, is spend time engaging in things that bring you joy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So things that like give you happiness. If, yeah. Even if it's, it, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to always be like going out or spending money. Yeah. Spend, mm-hmm. You know, it can be things as, I like to read a book. I want a cup of tea and I just yeah. want that quiet space, that 30 mm-hmm. minutes to an hour, just me. Or I, I like watching cheesy movies. I was literally binge watching cheesy movies. I'll have, uh, you know, something, snack, whatever. Um, things that bring me joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Also, yeah, you know. Mm. So if you, if you, and it's now you know because I've not got to expose myself. So every time I say <laughs> I'm looking for a bula, now it's not every time that it's just to do copy skill, but it helps. Well, you'd have to explain to me every single time because I'll, I'll automatically. Next, when you say you want a bula, I'll be like, what happened? What's wrong? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Tell me. I just, I'm looking for pleasurable moments. <laughs> so you'd have to explain to me, pay this abulao. That's nothing to do this with emotional regulation. It's just—it's not emotional regulation. <laughs> it's just a desire for abula. Then I wonder. Yeah. Ah, interesting. The other thing that he says is, um, and this one is if you have kids together, yeah. is focus on the children. Like yeah. you're working together, should be focused on mm. helping the kids because the kids are not to blame. The, it's not the children's yeah. fault. No, kids it's not. Don't use them as battle yeah. as weapon because that's not helping the child your child mm-hmm. is already going through trauma of not having mm-hmm. their parents together please don't make it worse <laughs> whatever needs to happen as regards to your kids work together yeah don't use child to be fighting that's mm-hmm. just that's just not cool i can't i can't stand that thing i find it really wrong um watch out for stumbling blocks so if you find you know things that maybe I guess the opposite of the emotional regulation, things that bring you pain or, mm-hmm. or reminders or something, watch out for them. So you, 
can you know avoid I guess, them. start to self-regulate to avoid whatever yeah. i don't even think it's always a good idea to avoid because if we look at the first one we're talking about feel the emotions but it's understanding that this is a stumbling block and actually being able to be more switched on so you don't kind of get dragged around it through. yeah exactly so you know they, they say you want to walk through whatever the block is so that you're overcoming it as opposed mm. to avoiding it because then it's still there um, take, I take it back. But, Don't avoid, though. Yeah, not avoid. But if you, but it's recognizing the triggers, mm. so that you can, if you know, there's some things that it, you'll be able to take yourself out of mm-hmm. the situation. Mm. You know, um, that if it's something that is triggering you. But it's about recognizing it so that you don't find yourself because you know some sometimes it's, it's subconscious. Mm. You don't realize that you're slipping into kind of yeah. like this, the misery or the sadness or yeah, anger or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's you being able to recognize quickly so that it doesn't. Mm. You know, you can then quickly kind of switch on and do the things to counteract it that will mm. bring you pleasure instead. <laughs> um. He also talks about avoid hanging on in desperation. Mm. So, some people, the fear of being alone, that, that is that yeah. aloneness yeah. is yeah. another thing. It's, that, it's, that brings me to. Mm. Uh, remind me after this uh, recording, I need to talk to you about this. An episode talking about alone, uh, uh, being alone versus being lonely. Yeah. Two different yeah. things. Absolutely. Yeah, two different things. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing is don't rush into a new relationship. So mm. healing is definitely important. You want to focus on healing before mm. you, you know, if you're rushing, you rush out. It's simple. You know, everybody needs time to heal. Um, use self-help, any resource available, books, online, even church-based divorce recovery programs if it's available near you, which is nice. Um, those are some things. Um, but the last thing which I think is really great is to stay hopeful mm. that's really nice is to stay hopeful because yeah. you know we can get stuck and I know I've been I'm, I, I think I actually fluctuate in this space where I'm almost not being hopeful like I, I, I get to this like really thin line that I'm like I feel like I'm on the edge of mm. slipping into the abyss of no hope not and for a new relationship just no, no for whatever for life, life whatever life is after this yeah you know? yeah gotcha and you know sometimes i have to not even sometimes whenever that happens i have yeah. to remember personally remember the promises of god mm. for me mm. and then even though the situation is looking so dire yeah. is try to remember the dreams the promises that i've had the words that have been spoken over my life mm. and to envision them you know paint a picture of it so that i build up hope and faith again that's great that is amazing so that's um that i, I found that really really interesting that's a very, that's and it a very is, good article yeah it's a very good article yeah so if you were going to leave our listeners with one thing after mm. divorce, something that they can do for themselves after divorce, mm. what would you say? One thing I'm really big on is mm. speak to a therapist. Okay. I find that from personal experience, and I think mm. most people will say this, you find that it's there might be other things in your life, possibly, that yeah. actually led to even how you reacted whatever decisions you took why you took certain decisions even while in your marriage or whatever yeah. before the whole thing broke down yeah and it's it can't be said enough like we all have things that we went through as kids mm-hmm. as teens yeah but we don't talk about them and i especially especially want to talk about the african community i'm not even talking about the black community the african community because the african community is not just blacks Mm. The African community is very bad at seeking help. And that's why the suicide rate is also going up so high yeah, in the African community. And so my last thing would be, it is okay to seek help, help. professional mm. help. For don't think it's a stigma. Me, now I'm advocate for it. Nobody paid me, but I benefited from having that therapy sessions that i had and 
one thing I'll say when you're when you're choosing therapists, you have to definitely make sure there's the right person for you because I've heard people also say, Oh, but I tried therapy and we just didn't gel. So that's you know, you don't just go to a therapist just because you're going to a therapist. You also want to make sure that they would especially from a like cultural perspective, spiritual perspective, mm. um, people who would understand. And they don't have to be pastors because mm. not every pastor is actually a trained therapist you know yeah. everybody has their gifts but i would definitely say please speak to somebody professionally it would it would clear so many things up for you awesome How about you for me hmm, which is also something that worked for me i'd say rediscover yourself hmm. because when people get married uh, a lot of times they tend to kind of lose a bit of themselves um, mm. either for the spouse or for the children or just life generally takes over and all of your dreams and aspirations as a young person sometimes you tend to kind of put them to the back burner yeah. and um, you don't you don't do anything for yourself anymore I'd say rediscover yourself you know it's 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 great when you try to when you rediscover yourself and you tend to learn new things about what you like about you know going back to your to your young age the things that you enjoyed and doing them again it's a healthy part of a marriage to retain yourself i keep saying that to retain some of yourself and not just give up your entire self but a lot of people sometimes just just forget that they even were somebody before they even got married and kind of just leave leave their entire past or entire being as a single person behind once they get married so again mm-hmm. rediscover yourself do the things that you enjoy form new relationships in friendships you know if you love travel travel i love traveling travel i have been traveling I, i've realized that i enjoy it if you just like you know maybe exploring restaurants Mr. So, Lutie, that reminds me you need to go restaurant hopping we need yes to put that in our- coming soon yeah, we need to put it in our calendar. Restaurant episode, you know, have fun with your friends. Do things. You don't yeah. have to, you know, you don't have to. Life doesn't have to come to a halt because you don't have yeah. a partner. I know that a lot of people feel like, oh, if I'm not doing something with a guy, then I can't do anything. Darlings, if that's why you've got girlfriends, you can travel on a girl's trip. I go on a girl's trip. We've been doing this. I go on a girl's trip once a year, and this only started after I got divorced. Before that, ah. Uh, I did into so I'm not saying asking you to do something that I did not do. All of this came out of me rediscovering myself. I travel with my friends. We go on nice trips. We choose a country um, at the beginning of at the end of one year, and you know book it and all go together as a girls' trip. So I have like three sets of people or two sets of people that I travel with, you know. And and if you can, just enjoy living once again. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. living once again. Look after yourself. Make you number one. Put yourself mm. first. I'm sure I, I I I know that for those that have kids, when I say put yourself first, it might sound like oh a selfish thing. But when I say put yourself first, I'm not saying put yourself above your children, but I'm saying it's only in your own full self. Mm-hmm. Appreciating yourself, loving yourself, doing things for yourself that can you can that you can give your full self to your children and also help them grow and be themselves. So in the long run, you're teaching them self-love as well. Like I said before, yeah. a few episodes ago, self-love is not selfish. Look after mm. yourself. And that's what I would say. Rediscover yourself after a divorce. And don't let the divorce be the end of you. It doesn't have to be that what defines you. Being a divorcee is not a definition. doesn't mean that's not my name. I'm a mobile only. Divorce yeah. is one of the things that happened in my life. Just as that having a child. happened to you. It's yeah, not, it happened to me. Yeah. yeah. It's just like when you have a child, that's one of the things you have a child, you know. You get married, it's one of it's an event. You know, whatever that things that have that happened in your life, you, you were born, that's an event. Divorce is also mm-hmm. just an event. Don't let that define you. And that brings us yeah. nicely to the end of today's episode. Miss Aliti, how are you feeling? Because I know yeah. you were a bit emotional there. I didn't want to kind of, yeah. I, I didn't want to make a big deal of it. You know, I saw the tear dropping. And I, I, I'm sure that some people could hear it in your voice, but I didn't want to kind of like stress on it. I just thought, let me wait till the end and say yeah, that, you know, I'll be here for you. I'll be there for you. I don't know the rest of the song. Before Miss B, the choir leader, uh, comes out in full thank you everybody for listening, for listening. 
we really appreciate you um you know we do understand that this is a serious topic so if you do need to speak to somebody if you do need help you know we're not professionals we're just talking yeah. about our lived experiences but yes. definitely do seek help yes. um but have an amazing time you are amazing god bless you and bye-bye bye